Welcome back to the Merrimack Hockey pregame show. The Warriors visit Vermont tonight for the second of two games on the weekend set. And joining us is the head coach of the Catamounts, Kevin Sneddon. First of all, Kevin, you're spending your fourth year now on the NCAA selection committee. Um, you know, how, how's your time been on the committee so far? And uh, uh, some of the things, I guess, that you know that you guys have been involved in that have made significant changes. I'm thinking, you know, particularly of the uh, the criteria, the criteria changes. It now seems to mirror the RPI a little bit more. Uh, do you like that? Well, I, you know, first of all, it's been a great experience. It, re- it really has, and I would encourage any of my colleagues, you know, as I step down, somebody else is going to have to fill in here, hopefully from our our conference. But I, I think it's, of all the things I've done, this has been a really a really good learning experience for me. Uh, but just working with a great group of people at the NCA that are really passionate about college hockey, Kristen Fossbender in, in particular, she just does a tremendous job. But, you know, I, I think we've... Uh, we, we noticed um, probably after last last not this past season but a uh, year before that there were some serious flaws in uh, in just the math you know and it's it's um, if, if we're going to take subjectivity completely out of it and go by the math well that math has to be accurate and there were some there were some pretty big blemishes just on what uh, what we were seeing and, and and it wasn't just based on what what was spitting out in terms of the teams because they were all great teams. But just within the criteria, there were some some real quirks to it, and uh, thanks to guys like Tim Danahy, who you know, math wizard. I was a government major at Harvard, so I had no idea what half the stuff they were talking about. But when it when it boiled down to it, it made a lot of sense. Uh, the changes that we that we've made so far. I think the other thing we were, we were concerned with as a committee was the uh, was the fact that a lot of teams were buying home games, uh, so a lot of teams were were traveling. The inequity of of the ratio of home games to, to uh, road games, we thought was something that needed to be addressed to try to see if we could create a bonus structure where a team or teams would be encouraged to perhaps go out on the road. Or if they don't, they, they wouldn't be credited for it as much as a team that would go out on the road and, and, uh, and, and win games. So I think, I think it's been good, you know, as we, we talked about as a staff, it's not something that you want to change every year. And you really have to wait almost two or three cycles to see you know, is is this exact, exactly accurate, or do we have to tweak the RPI again in, in any sort of way? But I think to, to keep changing it, you know, certainly doesn't serve us well. But and then the other hot topic, obviously, is is regionals, um, and I, I feel like I can comfortably talk about that without uh, sharing too much information, just um, based on what other sports are doing. You know, that you're seeing a lot in in uh, lacrosse and volleyball, a lot of the other championships. The, the cost of travel is, is outweighing the, the revenue that's being generated on these, these um, neutral site uh, you know, regionals. So I think, I think that's a hot topic for this year uh, within our committee. And, uh, again, we'll see how it all plays out. Yeah, I, I wanted to ask you, I mean, do you think that obviously you won't be on the committee at that point, but do you think that we could see significant changes to that structure then? I, I do. I, I think it's um, – I, I don't know how it's going to look, you know, but I, I do think that – you know, when you when you look at the the fact that it is a business, um, you know, we want to create the best tournament possible. But at the end of the day, it's got to be paid for, and it has to make sense. Um, I also think that there's some, you know, some uh, feelings out there that you know some of these uh, uh, neutral sites aren't providing the best atmosphere for student athletes. The half-filled buildings. Uh, we're trying to do a better job, you know, drumming up, uh, you know, ticket sales with uh, with the various folks that are running those regionals. But the bottom line is, unless the the right teams are there, you know, it could be uh, somewhat of a, a, a disaster. So, you know, uh, again, I'm I'm 
I don't know. There could be some big topics just in yeah. general within the NCA with all this autonomy talk and everything like that. I mean, maybe it's a good time that I'm I'm not going to be on the committee. <laughs> Too many <laughs> tough choices coming up, but it has been a great experience. I think it's our sport is healthy. Bottom line, it's just trying to make sure that we're uh, we're doing what's best for the sport. Well, let's talk a little about last night's game. Then your club wins by the score of two to one. Two nice goals. Uh, guys working hard around the net. Rob Dara gets a goal uh, to give you one to nothing lead, and then a few minutes later, it's Colin Markison to make it two to nothing. Similar kind of play, you know, getting the puck to the net. Guys working hard to get to the puck and put it in. Well, Merrimack just does a, a tremendous job, uh, you know, within their structure and they're they're very disciplined. So you're not going to get a lot of odd man rushes out of the game. I think they do a good job of trying to keep the game in front of them. Their five players want to want to press and take away uh, your ability as a team to come out with numbers out of your own zone. Uh, Mark's always done a great job with that, and their players uh, respond very well. So you have to be patient. You have to understand there's times where you just have to chip the puck out and, and hope to live another day. And uh, what what happens with that is you don't you don't see a lot of up and down line rush opportunities. I think the chances last night, I think Merrimack had, uh, in terms of grade A shots on goal, I think Merrimack had four, I think we had six. That's not a lot. Um, you know, so it, it, we have to understand that, that it was, it was going to be a close game. Um, it was going to be hard to, to try to generate offense for both teams because we both play pretty good team defense in front of our goaltenders. And, uh, you know, it really did come down to a shot and a rebound, really, on both for us. And, and uh, certainly Merrimack had a nice uh, power play opportunity there. To, to make the game uh, a pretty tight game going down to the stretch. Yeah, I mean, we were impressed with your guys' ability to block shots, get in front of pucks, you know, prevent pucks from getting through, and that's obviously a hallmark of your team. Yeah, and it, it hasn't been as of late. You know, we, it's actually been a concern of ours. Uh, we gave up some goals um, in late-game situations where we felt that a block would have would have maybe even won a game for us. And uh, it's been disappointing. It's certainly been a point of emphasis over the last little while. I think for you to say that is a, is a compliment from the standpoint that I think Merrimack's one of the best at it as well. And if, uh, if it was noticeable that we were doing a good job against Merrimack, uh, you know that is a compliment. I think it shows sacrifice. Um, it's playoff hockey right now. You know, it's it's not like hey, we get through the next two weekends and then you turn it up a notch. It's we've been in playoffs now for the last uh, you know last uh, month or so is how it's felt. And last night was a good example of that. Uh, one guy not in the lineup last night, Mario Puskarich. I know he was banged up last week. And how's he doing? Is he back in tonight, or when do you expect him back? Well, he's not back in tonight. Uh, he's getting closer and closer. You know, he's day to day right now, and, and I think part of it is, you know, Mario's probably one of the tougher guys I've I've dealt with. You know, last year uh, was injured for the last really month of the season, and there were times we didn't think there was any way he was going to be able to play, and he found a way, and not only just played, but you know, scored some some big goals for us down the stretch. And, uh, you know, we just we want to be smart about it. You know, we, we're hoping that we're, you know, we know we have playoffs. You know, we know we're in the playoffs, and, and we're kind of gearing up for that. We just don't want to rush the injury at this point where maybe we're regretting it. Uh, but he's, you know, he'll he'll be back soon. Well, goaltending last night, Mike Santaguita played well, uh, very well. I thought big save on the uh, on the stretch play on the breakaway there, and then uh, um, I, I know you've been alternating back and forth. Uh, what do you do tonight in the goal? Uh, we're going to go back with Michael. You know, you know, uh, a little bit of a challenge for him last weekend uh, at BC. Played tremendous on Friday night. Um, actually, we were really solid in front of him, but he, he played well on the Friday night. Then had a really off night on Saturday. So um, we just feel like his confidence level right now is, is higher than Hoff's. Um, so it was kind of a 
coach's decision. You know, uh, we talked about maybe doing a rotation this weekend, but we just felt uh, after last night he looked back to being poised and and confident. That that was an interesting uh, play, actually. I don't actually think he made a save on it. He, uh, but he did a good job of, of getting him to go to a certain direction and enough time for our defenseman to actually influence uh, the, the shot there. So uh, it was funny in his post game he mentioned that uh, he didn't actually make the save, but was part of the the, uh, the save. You know, giving credit to his defenseman, which he as he should. So it was. Um, but I thought both both guys played well. You know, Rasmus was good in that uh, for them. I mean. You know, shot and a rebound uh, is tough for a goaltender, you know, and our guys were just happened to be in the right spots uh, last night. Yeah, uh, We didn't get to ask you about Mike Pelley uh, last night. I mean, he's having an All-American kind of season, the Hockey's Player of the Year type of, you know, leading you guys at both ends yeah. of the ice. Uh, it's been great to watch his progression over his four years. I mean, he, he's developed into such a complete player at both ends of the ice. Well, I, I've said this so many times this year, I feel like I'm a little bit of a broken record, so I apologize, but... Uh, he's our most improved player and, and the most improved player that I've ever coached. And, and sometimes that gets viewed as a negative in that, well, you know, maybe it was a, a fourth-line guy or a walk-on player that all of a sudden has, uh, you know, uh, is a positive contributor. I mean it from the standpoint that he came in as a very highly touted prospect. But his growth from freshman year being a good player to being, in my opinion, one of the best defensemen in college hockey right now is, is extraordinary. And doing it while leading the team, you know, doing a great job on and off the ice. I mean, he was a unanimous selection uh, for captain this year. I think it's one of the first times that's happened. Um, you know, coaches and players all were in agreement. He was our guy, and he's done a great job for us. But I, I, I think he's worthy of those accolades, you know, player of the year, at least talked about for that. I mean, Mr. Eichel, I'm sure, is uh, getting a lot of attention, as are a number of different players. But I think he's one of the best, uh, certainly a, an all-star in our league and should be an All-American and somebody who's talked about for, for major awards, you know. And the nice thing is he's also up for things like the Lowe's Award. He does so much in the community here. and You know, he's a 3.4 student athlete. Uh, you know, he just does a, a great job with everything he does. So appreciate you mentioning him. And, you know, we're certainly lucky to have him. We're certainly going to miss him as well as the other four seniors. All right, so tonight is the uh, second game of the weekend. You guys have put yourselves in a position now where you're in that mix now for the top four to try to get a bye in the first round. What do you need to do tonight? Well, I, you know what? I said it last night after the game. I think it's really just going to be a continuation. It's like period four is, is what we're up against right now. I, I don't expect a lot of changes from from Merrimack and how they play. You know, they play a certain style. They play it very well, and, and I don't see us us changing a lot either i mean we have to be better in certain areas and i'm sure mark's saying the same thing to his guys but i expect it's gonna be a very tight playoff style hockey game again uh you know this evening but um yeah we, we didn't get a lot of help last night you know uh, from around the league uh, umass almost had providence that would have helped us out a little bit but that's hockey east you know you got to worry about yourselves and just uh you know that's the only thing you can control but um we certainly have a tough one tonight we know that but we're looking forward to it senior night here we you know, I'm going to pay, pay tribute to the Merrimack seniors and, and want to mention them. They've always been a, a team we've respected because of the work ethic, and we've had a very difficult time with uh, with Merrimack over the past four years. And uh, those seniors certainly have been uh, been great players for them, and and uh, want to congratulate them on excellent career, uh, careers at, at Merrimack. We'll honor them briefly at the beginning of the game, and then do a short uh, ceremony for our five guys. Kevin, thanks for your time. We appreciate it. Good luck. Thanks for your service on the committee as well, and good luck tonight. Good luck the rest of the way. Well, I appreciate that. Thanks so much. That's Kevin Sneddon, the head coach of Vermont. John and I will be back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.